This is my C's podcast. It's episode number two. Okay, so I always make it a goal to be honest with my listeners, and I'm just letting y'all know now, this is like the 12th time I have tried to start this podcast. Just please pray for me. Hopefully we can make it through this one. I'm really optimistic. I don't really know what's going on. I think my brain is just like malfunctioning and I'm probably overthinking things a little bit too much, which what else is new? Let's be real. But hopefully this is the final and last attempt at wait a minute episode two so welcome back to my podcast everyone if you're new here my name is macy i talk a lot about everything even when i know nothing about certain things um i am so excited actually because if you're listening to this there's a really big chance that you're listening to this on itunes what iTunes has such low standards that they're allowing me to share my podcast with the world through their platform. Literally, how crazy is that? Um, it was actually my friend Trevor's idea, Trevor Gentry, shouting out him because he asked me to. You're welcome. Here's your cameo. Um, <laughs> anyways, last week I was showing my podcast to my community group, and they're like, oh my gosh, I would listen to it more if it was on iTunes. And I was like, well, if it's free, I don't see why not. And just one thing led to another. And a couple days ago, I was just checking the podcast connect and it was there and it was approved. So iTunes just doesn't really censor their products, I guess. They're not really trying to push the grain or anything. Or maybe I'm just that awesome. Probably the first thing, but I'm going to be optimistic. Um, my mother, when I told her, was not as excited as I would like her to be. I think partially it's because when I was growing up, my mom and dad thought like the internet was evil. I was grounded for a month one time because I created a Club Penguin account behind my parents' back. Although I didn't realize, because like, I didn't know anything about emails. I was like in fifth grade. But what had happened was, is I really wanted a Club Penguin because I was a teacher's kid and we would stay like two hours after school. And so I would really have nothing to do. And I figured, you know what? All of my friends are creating Club Penguin accounts. I want a Club Penguin account. The problem is, is that I didn't have an email. And this was back in the time when if you shared your email, if you put your email out there, everyone was convinced all of your information would get hacked, your bank account would be stolen, all of these crazy things would happen. So my parents were very, very strict, like no emails. Disney was good because they didn't ask for email, like anything like that. But I really wanted a Club Penguin. I wanted it in with the cool kids. So uh, my parents have a couple passwords and i knew the one that they normally use obviously i'm not going to share that here because that would just jeopardize my entire family so we're not going to do that but i knew it and so i was able to hack into their email account and try and approve myself for club penguin and i deleted the email off of that computer without the knowledge that my father can totally check the email like i didn't delete it off of his computer and so i made a club penguin account i called it papa elvin after my grandpa i thought i was sitting pretty and my parents were not going to catch me i was just so excited i was finally trendy like this is it this is my moment i was going to be on club penguin and i played it for about two hours and then i go home (laughs) Oh boy, (laughs) my dad was so mad at me because he knew it was me. I mean, obviously I put the name Macy, like 
who else? Uh, like, which other one of his children are named Macy? It's none of them. It's me. So <laughs> I was in so much trouble. I got banned from the computer for a month for creating a Club Penguin account that he then had me delete. But what my dad forgot was that at the same time, I also created a Moshi Monster account. And I still got on it till like middle school. So you know what? I was a pretty rebellious child. I actually was. I think it's true, the saying that strict parents create sneaky children. And it wasn't that I was doing anything bad, but I think part of the reason why I used to have such bad insomnia was because when I was younger, I would just not sleep. Like, I would, I was that nerd that instead of going to bed, if I had started a book that day, I would just grab my reading light, go under the covers, and just read. And eventually, I got a Nintendo DS, and you're thinking, oh, okay, she played Mario Kart into the depths of the night. That's why she's so good at it, which, by the way, I am. I'm really good at Mario Kart. I'm just putting out that. I'm just putting that out into the world, and I am very good at Mario Kart. So if you ever play me, just keep that in mind. Anyways, so... That's what people are probably thinking. I was just playing my DS all the time. No, I lost so many reading lights that I would use my DS as a reading light and just turn up the brightness. I was kind of ridiculous. Although that's how I also got away with Harry Potter because I don't actually think I got away with any of this. I'm wondering like how much my parents actually knew that I did but just didn't tell me because they were like, well, it's her fault. Um, I would sneak the Harry Potter books into my room and, you know, I wasn't allowed to read Harry Potter. My parents were like, no witchcraft in our house, which I didn't believe that witchcraft was real. I know Harry Potter's not real. I hope it is. Deep down in my soul, I know it's not. I just rained on my own parade. <laughs> but I would sneak the books, and I distinctly remember, spoiler alert, by the way, if you've never read Harry Potter, just skip over this next part, because I'm about to spoil it. My favorite character was Fred. And when he dies in the seventh book, the first time, my heart broke into so many pieces and I started crying. And as soon as I started crying, my dad like hears me and comes into my room. So I have to just shove the book under my pillow because I'm not allowed to read this. And I'm just like sitting there crying and my dad's like, what's going on? And I was like, it's nothing. I'm fine. School is just hard today. Just trying to cover up the fact that I was like sneaking behind my parents and reading harry potter books which honestly i could have been a much worse kid so i feel like they were just picking their battles and that is what it is uh speaking of my parents though um back to the original part before i went off on this tangent i told my mom that my podcast is on itunes and she told me because i am hopefully going to be a teacher um in either a high school english teacher or a technical director don't really know what my path has in store for me but my mom was like you do know like your future students are going to find this podcast and they're going to listen to it and they're going to make fun of you and i was like yes I encourage that. I encourage my future students to listen to this. Obviously, probably 25-year-old Macy is going to be like, no, do not listen to 19-year-old Macy. But 19-year-old Macy, shout out to my future students. I'm going to talk to you all for a moment now. Please be nice to me. (laughs) Please be kind to me. I am trying my hardest. Being a teacher is really hard. And yes, English is a good skill to learn or technical theater, whatever I'm doing. So just listen to me. And if you do listen to this part, tell me. Just like go up to Miss Wade. If I'm I'm pretty sure I won't be married. Who knows? But if you are listening to this right now and you're one of my future students, 
uh, go up to Miss Wade and be like, yo, I found your podcast. It's pretty dope. And see what she does. I'm hoping she gets really happy and it's like, oh my gosh, college. But I don't know who I'm going to be in like, I guess, five and a half years. So we shall see. Um, so I just, I don't know. The future is really intimidating right now. And I feel like in college, it just amplifies. Cause when I was a senior, I was like, crap, I got to figure out what I'm doing with my life. And I kind of figured it out. I came to college. I was like, okay, I have this plan. And then God kind of just took it and was like, oh, is this your plan? <sighs> and it just went everywhere. And I was like, well, great. <laughs> there goes all those years of pondering and thinking. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. That's why I'm juggling the idea of teaching. I want to be a teacher. I think that's what I'm, you know, supposed to do. What I will be teaching, though, who really knows? Although, honestly, any job sounds good right now because I, um, as of today, I have $36 in my bank account. But that's because my dad felt bad for me and without telling me transferred $30 into my bank account. So let's just, first of all, let that sink in for a minute that without my dad's help, I would have $6 in my bank account right now. You know, I just, I'm probably not the most financially responsible person I know. And it's not like I go out purposefully looking for ways to spend money. It's just the problem is when you're in college, there's really not that much stuff to do, especially if you're in Lubbock. If I was home in Fort Worth, I could do free stuff all the time if I wanted to. Like, I literally spent an entire day for free, you know, besides, like, gas and stuff. But I spent an entire day for free in Fort Worth just going to art museums, going to an asteroid museum, doing other things, having a lot of fun. But in Lubbock, it's like, you can drive around the loop and listen to music. Would you like to jam out to Disney or to Beyonce? (laughs) Like, that's your options. You don't really have much to do that is free. I mean, I'm sure I could find something. And if you guys know anything that's free and it's not going to get me killed, just let me know. Comment down below. Just kidding. This this isn't going on YouTube. Oh, gosh. We're not branching out. To, uh, side note, we're not branching out to any more platforms. I think I have branched out enough. That was a weird tangent. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, it's just been it's just been a week guys finals are coming up and it's the final stretch i'm pushing and i'm pushing and i'm just really hoping for the best because honestly college is hard uh yesterday so the one of the reasons why it took me so long to record this podcast is because yesterday i could not stop crying but it wasn't like something serious i was just watching okay so I think it was this year's America's Got Talent, the little girl who's the ventriloquist. I, I'm sorry, but I cry literally every time. I don't know why, but talented children make me cry. I am fragile and sensitive. <laughs> but just just think about it. Like the yodeling Walmart kid, everyone loves to make fun of him, but I am so proud of him. I li- this is so embarrassing but I totally cry when I watch it sometimes because I'm like oh my gosh he's so talented at such a young age he's gonna foster it and grow up to be something awesome that's just what goes on in my head I don't know I just I just have a lot of faith in children but I'm not gonna be like a elementary school teacher I'm going to high school because I I feel like I couldn't deal with it 
I would just be trying to teach kids about like shapes and numbers and letters and I'd be like this is a triangle and they'd be like this is a square and I was like that's wrong um (laughs) I have uh taught kids before I do work with kids um I love to be involved in children's ministries no matter where I go but um over the summer I had the privilege of teaching vacation bible school to preschoolers and just to give you a little bit um of a feel of what that was like one day um so the the ages were from two all the way to five and so the twos and threes were together that was an interesting world as it was but (laughs) i taught their bible study and so you can't just be like oh all of these deep magical things like look at all this deep theological things theological i'm struggling as much as i was last week i couldn't even say denomination ha almost thought I would forget it again. It's fine. I swear I'm a Christian. Um, But I wanted them just to get one simple truth, which is Jesus is the son of God. So I say it. And whenever like I teach kids, I have them repeat after me because I feel like if they hear it and they say it, they're going to just remember it better. So I was like, okay, boys and girls, repeat after me. Jesus is the son of God. And they were like, Jesus is the son of God. You know, whatever. Being cute little two and three year olds. I kid you not, it was like two minutes past, and I was like, okay, so who is the son of God? And this little kid raises his hand, and I'm like, oh, we're about to have a breakthrough, and he goes, God! And I was like, technically, you're not wrong, but not, it's just, (laughs) you try so hard. I mean, to give them credit, they are like two and three years old. And I don't think he realized the truth in what he was saying, which is what's funny. But it's just one of those moments where you just have to take a step back and look at the camera. Like in Parks and Rec. I I think I'm going to talk about Parks and Rec in every podcast. Please do not hold me to that, though, because I don't know how consistent I can be. I'm trying my hardest. Um, but one of those moments where you just look at the camera and you're just like, really? You just you just had one job. All you had to say was Jesus. It's, it's not that hard. We repeated it like three times. I love working with kids. Do not get me wrong. Like kids literally have my heart mainly because I am a child. I It's so odd how I go between being like 80 years old and six years old. It's, it's really weird because sometimes like eight o'clock rolls around and I'm like, man, it's a good time for bed. And that's just my 80-year-old showing. And then I will be, like, flipping through channels and, like, Tangled will be on. And I'll be like, oh, well, know what I'm doing for the next hour and a half? Watching this. Fun fact about me. Really embarrassing, but true. I still watch Barbie movies. I think they're so good. I I know I'm going to get crap for this. It's fine. I don't mind. I'm exposing myself. Get over it. But Barbie movies are just so good. They have such good plots, such dynamic characters, and it's classic. Like, I grew up watching these. So, of course, I'm going to watch these movies. Like, they're just so good. How can people not like Barbie movies? Just don't answer that for me, actually. Please don't rain on my parade. I... I just really love Barbie movies. I love kids' movies and Disney movies. Oh, so good. I think the best kind of jams are the ones where you're driving... uh, When you're driving around the loop listening to Disney music on blast and singing along. Am I right, Texas Tech? Gosh, there is nothing to do here. I miss Fort Worth. It's fine. I'll be home in like a week and a half. 
Yeah, hopefully I don't die during finals. <laughs> we'll see. Mm, let's see. Uh, I'm sorry for, like, the weird pauses if there are any. I made a list so I... Because, you know, like, if you're listening to this, you already have figured out. I get off track so easily. And so before I, like, sit down and record these, I have to make points. So just in case my mind goes too far off, I can be like, oh, I wanted to talk about this today. And it's funny because most of the ideas that I did want to talk about, I came up with at like 1230 in the morning. I feel like that's when I have my best inspiration. That was when like once 1 a.m. hits, I think that's when I'm my most creative. And I had a professor that always said, you know, nothing good happens after midnight. I disagree. I feel like I become a true artist after midnight because, like, my tired brain is so worn out from the day that it's just, like, vomiting ideas. And I'm like, yes, artistic integrity or whatever they have. I don't really know. I'm not a big artist. Who knows? Um, Yeah. So that is when I have my best ideas, though. Just thought you should know. Um, so I did have a request because uh, we're nearing towards the end. Look at me go. 17 minutes in. I have forgotten the majority of the things I talked about. It's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> it's final seasons, kid. It's, uh, I mixed it up. It's okay. We're going to keep going. Um <laughs> I had a friend uh, come up to me and ask me if I could summarize Jane Eyre this week instead of summarizing a movie, and I'm thinking, heck yeah, because guess who halfway read that in her fiction class? Dr. Kwanda, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I did make like an 80-something, no, I think I made a 91 on that test, so who's the boss now? Okay, so Jane Eyre. Basically, there's this girl. She's an orphan. Her dad was a clergyman. Her mom married him. Um, and she is just being treated awfully by her family. She lives with her cousins. They're super rich. Her cousin is basically like... Oh my gosh, who is Harry Potter's cousin? Dudley. Dudley. That is... <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that. Oh, it's fine. We're going to keep going forward. Um... <laughs> So her cousin's basically like Dudley. He like tortures her. She throws books at him. She calls him a Roman tyrant or whatever. And then eventually they're like, you know what? We're going to send you off to boarding school because you're just the worst. And so Jane's like, no. And then Jane's like, okay, I guess that's fair. And then she goes off to boarding school. And then after that, she's like, well, guess I better be a governess. Um, And so then she meets this guy named Rochester who's like, 10 years older than her and he's like i'm rochester i hate everyone she's like ah dang it you're kind of cute but i want to be independent so i'm not gonna say anything and so she is tutoring this like little french girl i think that he's adopted for whatever reason out of the kindness of his heart we don't really know but he's adopted this little french girl whatever and Blah, 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 blah. Long story short, Jane finds out there's a crazy lady in the house who's actually Rochester's first wife. But sucks for Jane because she's already fallen in love with Rochester. And she's like, well, crap. I got all these emotions. What am I supposed to do with them? 
Apparently nothing, because Jane still, in the end, ends up with Rochester after, you know, discovering more of her family, realizing she actually has money, like saying, screw you guys to her old relatives, and then accidentally burning down the wife in a fire, and then Rochester comes to her and he's like, I'm disfigured, and she's like, I guess I can love you. And that, (laughs) uh, long story short, is the plot of Jane Eyre, Um, and I'm pretty sure it's extremely accurate accurate (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's extremely accurate so take my word for it well i am seriously so shocked because we are literally past 20 minutes i am so proud of us thank you so much for tuning into this episode um just thank you for all the love and support you guys have been giving me it really just truly means the world i love hearing back i like how everyone has felt about this (laughs) i just love talking and i just can't wait to see where our journey continues to go just like Justin Bieber says, we can go nowhere but up. And I'm sorry I didn't sing in this episode. Just nothing really inspired me. But maybe if I'm feeling nice, I will eventually release all of the attempts that I tried. And then the songs I sang to myself. Or maybe I'll just add it at the end. I don't know. We'll let editing Macy figure that out. Other than that, have a wonderful day. And I will see you all next week. This is Macy's podcast. She's really trying really hard, so please don't judge her.